Welcome, welcome, welcome tonight. This is episode six of the DJ interview. And tonight we have a very special guest who will be talking about stepping out of your comfort zone. Now, the, one of the reasons why I think it's important for DJs to step out of their comfort zone is to expand and grow their business and their thinking. So without further ado, let me bring up Chris Gloss. Hey, Chris Gloss, how you doing today? Hey, what's up champion? How are you? I cannot complain. <laughs> hey, I'm excited. Anyway. <laughs> hey, I'm excited to be here, man. This is an awesome community you have here. Yes, thank you. Thank you much. So diving right in, um, we're, we're going to be talking about, this is a little different from the actual DJ interviews with actual DJs. Now, your your expertise is, is doing mindset and getting people out of their comfort zone. So can you give a little about what we'll learn here tonight? Absolutely. But before I do that, um, going back to the days, because I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York City, yeah. uh, I did have I did have a DJ name. <laughs> oh, did you? See, I didn't know this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm confessing. The DJ interview has me confessing, snitching on myself. We I had have, a we DJ have to you and tell you. It <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us your, your former DJ name. DJ Cool Chris. Cool Chris. K-O-O-L. Put some respect on the K-O-O-L. <laughs> cool Chris, man. That's me in effect. E-F-F-E-C-T. Cool Chris, what is up? We got Emily Phoenix in the building. What's up? Hey, you want to hear another shocker for you? Yes, sir. I have some DJ equipment. Do you? Still? It's on my iPad. <laughs> That's new technology, right? I'm so new school with it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> In my head, I'm a scratch master. You're a master. So um, where did you get your name? <laughs> hey, uh, well, you know, growing up around hip hop, you know, I grew up right down the street from like really the birth of hip hop with where um, where all the DJs would come, MCs would come back in the day. So you had to have a name, right? You had to have an MC name. You had to have a DJ name. Yeah, just it was just you had to, even if you were crap, right? You couldn't do it real good. You just had to have a name. So um, I think me and my friends were just out in the Bronx, staying up late. And we all came up with names. We went around the circle. Everybody had to come up with a name and just came up with DJ Cool Chris. Cool Chris. I didn't, have a, I didn't own a record player, but I was DJ Cool Chris. <laughs> uh, so, so, so I'm assuming you, you, you're not familiar with one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to put a nickel on top of that <laughs> back in the day. I remember that. My mama had it, right? So that's the, that's the uh, right, you, put, you used to tape, put tape on a nickel or a quarter. Okay. Yeah. and put it on there to hold it down. Hey, I just uh... the depending on the wear and tear of your needles, it was a, a penny, a nickel, or a quarter, <laughs> or or if it wasn't yours. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, it was the turntable techniques back in the day, right? Oh yeah, 
weeks, right? Hey, mm-hmm. you know, I probably damaged them. <laughs> I ain't know no better. I'm sitting up there, wicked, 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 wicked. And so am I. And no, you, you were, you were in that world. I knew you lived in the Bronx. Yeah. And who were, were there any DJs that we know about now that were in your area? All of them, Cool Herc, Flash, everybody was down in Cedar Park. Like when KRS-One talks about Cedar Park, that's right down the street from River Park Towers where I grew up. I mean, literally, you walk right down the street to Cedar Park. And so everybody was there, all the MCs, all the DJs, everybody who became somebody, you know, came through there because that's where that's where it was. Did y'all did y'all hang out in Cretona Park? Not too much, not okay. too much, because you know you still had you still everybody still had their set, right? Like my older brother may have, but for mm-hmm. me, that's where it was because my brother uh, Mike was a DJ, so okay, he, he had equipment, so he would go to those different places and and really traveled around and did all that. It wasn't my thing; I just right. had to have just you in case you had to have a thing. You meet some girls in the you meet some girls in the park, you know, they want to know what your name is. DJ Cool Chris, baby. In the building. Wicky wicker wicker wick, right? <laughs> I apologize to all the DJs out there for having this. I didn't you know shit around the culture. Right. I was I was in the culture, man. I had to I had to have a name, right? <laughs> Oh yeah. man, you just told me something I did not know. <laughs> Always surprised here at the DJ interview. Right. And due to my success, now check this out. Everybody in the chat room, listen to this too. Due to my success as a DJ is part of the reason why I became a professional speaker. <laughs> I, I, I I could track that. I could track that. I got thrown I got thrown out of the club before I could get in the club. They looked at me like you ain't no DJ. <laughs> I had to become a professional speaker because my my career was going downhill fast. There was no equipment, no skills. <laughs> Melody Phoenix said, um, does DJ and get the girls? Yes. Well, I don't know if DJ gets the girls. But you're a DJ gets the girls. Hey, pretending to be a DJ, yes. <laughs> I'm sure the DJs get whatever they do. Pretending, yes. That was what we call it back in the day, fronting. Remember that word? Fronting. Oh, man, I ain't hear that in a long time. Yeah, I was fronting. Why are you fronting? Hey, right. Why are you fronting? Why are you fronting? Like, hey. I got to do something, had a fake chain on and everything. <laughs> so let us know about this DJ transition to professional speaker. <laughs> yeah, since I was so horrible at it, I didn't see a future in it. So I knew if I wanted to make some money, if I wanted to get the latest Patrick Ewing or something, I was going to do something different. I was going to have to work with a different set of skills. <laughs> so even, even growing up in New York, you, when you when you meet a lot of people from New York, you hear this, especially other people around the country as well. But people tell you, you got the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that before, Harry? Somebody yeah, tell you many times. <laughs> yeah, but you had a successful career, but I didn't have a successful DJ career. <laughs> However, people would always say that. And then you can look throughout my entire life and you can see in different moments, people would ask me to speak. People would ask me to do this. So it was like the DJ and the rapping thing wasn't going to work out. <laughs> so I said, okay, well. Let me get in this lane where it seems to be people are looking for me, right? Mm. 
I'll go ahead and have a drink with you. Got my red cup, red cup. <laughs> got the drink tonight. Today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. It's legal. We ain't got to drive anywhere, but going to the back, right? We're going to have an audience. Hey, <clears throat> hey DJ Howie D. So, um, Chris, uh, let, let's get to where, why we're here tonight. <laughs> We went down memory lane that I something I never knew. Right now, ladies and stuff. Hey, cool, Chris. Now I don't know how to look at you now as a as a professional speaker or a professional DJ. <laughs> a pay less DJ. <laughs> so you know, um, we, we're we're here to talk about the mindset. Like I said, mm-hmm. we're doing a little something different, and. Mm-hmm. I, I believe mindset is good for DJs, especially who who are stuck from the era of vinyl and they're, they're transitioning or don't know how to transition because they're just in their mind, this is what I like and that's it. So, you know, can you give us a few tips on why people need to change and step out of their comfort zone? Yeah. When you think about where are we going? You know, I think that's a good question for everybody to ask themselves. If somebody's in the chat room, go ahead and type in where are where are you going? Um where where are we heading to? Just think or think about even where are we now? And you're thinking about you want to be successful, you want to be able to put food on the table, you want to be able to get the bag, you're looking at your kids, especially older DJs, right? You have a family, you want to keep the lights on. Because when you think about it at the end of the day, what determines what school your kid's going to go to? What determines type of food you're going to be able to put on a table? What determines what zip code you're going to live in? It's about the bag that you're going to be able to get. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at your skills, it's not that your skills are outdated. It's about elevating your skill set. So if you look around and see how DJing is happening now, and you, you have to measure that against your current skill set. Right. Because you have the ability to mix, to blend, to move the crowd and a lot of other those psychological things that go into making a party a party. Uh, you have all that. But now, how do you be able to how are you able to get in front of the people that are looking to hire you to transfer your skills into the monetary form so that you can live the life that you want? Because going back isn't an option. Going broke isn't an option. Right. Failure is not an option. So your mindset is everything. You, right. It's like DJs, it, it can be a crowded space because DJs, my heart go out to all the DJs because you have you have people cropping up overnight, buying a website domain and they're a DJ. How Kylie Jenner, no disrespect <laughs> to Kylie Jenner, but how do, how do people like that just automatically now they're DJing and DJing at a club and those are clubs that the real DJ should be at. Right. And it's, and it just goes back to what was her mindset. She saw an opportunity and said, I'm just going to leverage it. Right. So mindset for real DJs, you're going to have to have that same mindset about being able to do what you do live virtually. Right. And you got to get outside your comfort zone in order to, to, to do that. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Makes total sense. And they, they, they really should, you know. And I think it's just a celebrity status because she she brings so many people with her. Mm-hmm. But it, it 
in my mind, and like you said, no disrespect to her, it kind of dilutes what a real DJ is is put there for. Absolutely. People saying, hey, what's up? Super Dave, what's going on? But yeah, you know it just dilutes the real DJ and, and why we're here. And, and big shout, like Chris said, big shout out to all the DJs who's streaming and just taking people off of this planet for two or three hours with everything that's going on. So big, big shout out to, to all of you guys. Right. Because the DJs, are you think about when this pandemic hit, the group that helped the nation get outside of depression, outside of being locked in at home, having a miserable time, being wanting to escape but can't escape. The one group that helped not just America, but all of us globally be able to get outside of a defeated mindset was DJs. Because mm-hmm. nothing was popping until you start hearing D Nice was doing it. Other, other DJs were doing yeah. it, but he was the one that helped command the light. There were other people on there doing it, but when he came on, it was like, boom. I mean, having Michelle Obama and all these people, the DJs were the one to to flick on the flashlight in the midst of all that darkness, right? So then it begs, so what that means is DJs that are not doing certain things have to realize that you you have a gift on the inside of you that people are craving for mm-hmm. your talent. People are ready for your talent. And it's not a crowded space because there's something unique about each individual DJ. So it's just like all we're doing out here as the public is waiting for DJs to begin this, more DJs to begin to step out their comfort zone. Yep. Because be nice is going to command a certain audience. But he's not going to command everybody. Everybody don't like his style, but they need another DJ to listen to. That's you. Right. Listen to this, this, Chris. Uh, DJ Howie D said, celebrity DJs just get regular DJs out of work. That's, yeah, that's, that's mindset too. Yeah. And my opinion, right? So you can look at it from that perspective, but also celebrity DJs are shining light on problem areas, right? So what's happening is, they're solving a problem that they're not equipped to really solve, but they're just meeting a need. They're meeting a need. And so when a real DJ comes along and rocks it, um, people don't want that anymore. I mean, that's because that's just like, a, what do we call that? Like a, something that, like a fad, right? right. A fad. Like, all right, yeah, she popping for right now. But when you, when you get into a space when there's a real DJ there, People don't want all of that foolishness because all, all they're doing is spinning records. Right. And what you do is you're moving the crowd. <laughs> Melanie Phoenix said D Nice has access and connections. <laughs> so that yeah. does help. <laughs> no, it, hey, you can't disrespect that. It does help, but social media is the ultimate leverage, right? So social media can can level the playing field. So you may have to spend money on social media ads, right? You may need to get somebody to help you with SEO. You may need to get somebody that can help you get the audience. Matter of fact, there are ways, and Harry knows how to do this. So at any time you can ask Harry about this, Harry knows how to market 
to the same audience D Nice has. There are ways you can go ahead and market to the same people watching his live stream. You can have ads pop up on his stuff with your stuff. Correct. So you can be able to connect to that same audience. So as his audience grows, you can portions of that audience to come for you because he can't go live 24 hours a day. He can't do every party. That's when you come in. You come in on the on the back end or the side and, yep. and scoop up some of that bag. I think every one of these DJs have an audience. It's just, yeah. you know, um, the, the type of music you play. Some people do like this new style music. Yeah. I happen to like old style music. I'm a disco person, too. I can listen mm -hmm. to heavy metal. You know, everybody has an audience and there's DJs out there that have that audience. Right. They're various different DJs. Yeah, there's somebody for everybody. It's like the question becomes, how well do you know your target audience? Right. So I know sometimes when and you, we can ask the question, all right, so who's your audience? And people tend to answer, everybody's my audience, right? Harry yeah. and I are both marketers, have a big part of our lives are marketers. Right. And most of our clients, when you ask them, say, who's your audience? Everybody's my audience. I could play for anybody, everybody. Yeah, probably, but you may not be as successful being so general. It's right. about getting to that core niche. So I ask you, who are who is your target audience? What, what's your special niche? It doesn't mean you can't work for other groups, but you want to put all your energy into your niche. So if it's the disco niche, if it's the reggae niche, if it's whatever niche it is, um, that's where you put the majority of your energy, your money, your resources go into that. Right. And but you can still DJ for everybody else, but you got to get super focused on your niche. And that's going to bring you unlimited wealth for a long time, for a yes. long time. Yes. Everybody, uh, if you're listening, and I know you are, put in the chat, who do you play for? What what type of person do you play for? Do you play for that house head? Do you play for that dude that only listens to hip hop? Also, Harry, what age group? Type the, Type in the chat. The age group you play for. Who's your target? What's your age group target? Is it 35 to 40, 35 to 50, 40 to 60? Because as we grow older, your your audience may grow older with you. So yeah. it, you can still play your same music in front of that same audience. So what are some people typing in the chat, Harry? Are they typing in some of the target audience, the age and their genres? We got uh, DJ Fame saying he plays for a mixed crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean, Harry? What does that mean? The mixed crowd, five to fifty, five to fifty, yeah, twenty-five to fifty. Oh, I was about to say five. <laughs> He's on, they are Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, Melanie Phoenix saying she's she can play for everybody. DJ Howie D saying forty to sixty, and you mm -hmm. can tell. Um, you, I, I believe by those comments, you can tell the age of the person who is DJing to what crowd they're playing for, because, right. uh, you know, that the 40 to 60, you know, that's our age range. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm right. imagining DJ Howie D is around our age range. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's all about having a target, right? So it's not that you can't play for everybody, but it's that sweet spot. Because Harry, as you know, what we know 
is when it comes to spending your 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 dollars as far as where you're going to put your Facebook ads, your Instagram right. ads, in order, and if you don't have a huge budget like a D Nice has, you're going to have to be laser focused in a particular age group, genre, genre, and demographic. Are you about to say something? No. Oh, yeah. So that's the important thing about having that target, and that's going. That's what's going to happen when, especially when 2021 comes. You have to be laser focused on a particular target. And that's where you're going to find a lot to help keep your business thriving. Where you're thriving and not just surviving is being focused on your target and still take care of the other opportunities as well. More will come because you're good. But um, that having that target, that specific target you're going after and you have limited resources, that's the thing that helps out big time to mm-hmm. leverage your dollars. Yeah. And being niched down is is so highly important. We we've got a friend. Uh, he's in the freestyle business. His name is Latif, and Latif does nothing but freestyle. And we all thought it played out in the eighties, but you know, over the years, it's just it's just steady to a certain crowd. They're going to Texas. They're going to New York. They're going to Ver- Vermont. You know these steady places that just love that music. So, and and you're talking about from the '80s on to today to 2020 and beyond. So niche, niching down very very important. Yeah, you know you think about when you look at some of the old school groups like the Temptations and all the you see these groups are still around. Yeah, and they're playing to a particular audience, right? Yep. Well, and some of those groups, the original group members aren't even here anymore. <laughs> Real <laughs> the village people still, remember, still going to sell out crowds, <laughs> and you don't even right. know who's who anymore. <laughs> right? We think there. We think there. Some of those groups are have been gone away, but no, they're still here. But they're playing to a very specific group, and that's maintaining them all these years. That's the power of having that target market, right? Yep. So and when you think about stepping outside your comfort zone, one of the challenges is, is staying around with the status quo, staying around with what everybody else is doing. And the challenges with that is that there are a lot of stagnant ideas and it limits your growth because you're only doing what you knew to do and you're not adapting to this new this new world that we're entering. So one of the things that I like to teach teach people about is always remain flexible, adaptable, versatile. And in 2020, this year, I had to add a fourth word to that. So you want to be flexible, adaptable, versatile, and also agile, right? Because things are changing rapidly. And so even in your industry, it's about getting away from things that may have just worked a certain way years ago and right. build that. Up. What else could you do to expand that? And that's and then to get out of the status quo, what some of what everybody else is just doing and getting into some of those areas where you're going to get untapped potential that other people aren't going to experience. Wow. Deep. Do you know anybody like that, Harry? Do you know any DJs that are challenged with? stagnant ideas like they they feel like you know any djs that feel like they're in a box they can't get out of that box they can't get new gigs they're finding it hard getting new leads they're finding it hard increasing their pay right they're still getting paid the same today that they were getting paid five years ago 
because of the ideas they have and limiting growth is hanging around that status quo. Do you know any DJs like that or DJs having challenges like that? Yeah, sure do. I, I and and I think I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the DJs that's that's still stuck in the old school in the vinyl way. And you know, you just don't have clubs or, or venues unless you're bringing your own equipment set up like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if you're playing in a club, a club mainly have uh, some CDD, CDJs or a controller. There's no mm-hmm. place, you know, and, and I could be wrong in the chat. If I'm wrong and they do have turntables and the whole setup, let me know. But I think all the all the mainstream places adapted to this new style of playing music and some of the DJs just didn't, or they're having a really hard time adapting to to the new style. I don't feel like learning this software. You know, Serato is so hard. Virtual DJ. I, I don't understand how you how you move the the mixer back and forth. Where's the turntable? And you know, it, it's because <laughs> I was. I'm I'm in that crowd too, y'all. <laughs> I have the but you know, I'm I'm still a turntable person. But you know, if you open your mind and expand and move that comfort zone, you know they have Rain Twelves, which emulate uh, turntables. You know they have Phase, which you can use your turntables minus minus the needles that I showed you earlier. So now that's that's an expense that you don't have to deal with, and you can still use the the newer technology. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, Harry, when we talk about step outside your comfort zone, I want you to I want you to talk a little bit about this for me, because uh, you know your community so well. When you have a passion, and, I, and I've been listening to all the interviews, and, and and you talk about they talk about their passion for doing it. When did you first start DJing? How did you get hooked on it? Right. So you have this burning desire, but then you have technology that's trying to kick you out. You have technology that's trying to tell you, you don't belong here no more. We don't need you. You're dusty. We don't need you anymore. You're a dinosaur, but you still have that passion, right? So it's about how do you compete in this world when in, in this world that's changing around you? See, the interesting thing about change is change doesn't happen until someone says enough, Right. So it's like the DJ, you have to say enough of this, of not growing, using these same ideas. How can I continue to do what I'm passionate about? How can I continue to do what I love doing and embrace this technology when I have to embrace it and and still continue living my dream? Because if you're not going to live your dream, it's going to be a pretty rough and bumpy road because your dream is always going to call you out. It's going to bother you of not DJing. Right. So do you know anybody that kind of deals with that when they have that strong passion to want to continue to DJ, but technology is placing them on the sidelines? Uh, kind of a loaded question because it just depends on who you're talking to. Now, I know there's some DJs like DJ Fame on here. He does this for a living. Yeah. But you have yeah. other DJs that have jobs. And this is this is a side gig. Some of them are serious side gig, but some of them is just a side thing. I'll go do my auntie's backyard barbecue, or you know, I, I'll I'll 
DJ for, for my friend at his wedding. You know, I'm not real. I'm probably not going to get paid, but some food and stuff. But I'm good with that. You have you have your different varieties. And um, the, uh, reading the comments here, Melanie Phoenix said every great artist knows how important to to re reinvention is. Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. some people, you know, they they really have a hard time changing that. The word you mentioned, change, is really hard for them. I'm just so used to this. But you had, in my mind, you had to get used to this somehow. So you had to change from something else. <laughs> so the, the, that's why I said it's a loaded question. It just depends on who you're asking. If you got that serious guy that been out, even though you are working, but they have a name and longevity. You've been out for the last 30 or 40 years and, 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 you know, people are like this to you, like, wow, you're, you're like a legend, but at work, you know, they're just who they are. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it goes into, um, what you said it was DJ Melody. Melody yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. Melody Phoenix. Just like what she was talking about. That's uh, artists know you have to develop a mindset for change. Right. So in developing a mindset for change, one of the things you have to do is identify what your fears are. You know, what's holding you back? What's keeping you from where you are to where you want to be? And you have to take the time to do that. You can't let a false humility keep you from your destiny. Right. Don't accept where you are. If you know that's not where you want to be, you got to identify your fears and just what Melody Phoenix was talking about to get to that place of that mindset of that artist, that mindset of change is you have to confront those fears. You have to look at that. What's holding me back and look at it and then deal with it. Right. Deal with that. Recognize right. paint your, wherever it is in the future that you want to go. You have to hold that in front of you and deal with those fears, confront those fears so that you can move forward. <laughs> we we have a correction here. Her, her DJ name is DJ So Lovely. <laughs> oh, hey, respect. I we will offer that then. I was just kind of looking at the comments and reading the actual names. Blame him. Blame yeah, him. So sorry. <laughs> respect on your DJ name. Respect <laughs> on your DJ name. <laughs> but um, you know, as we were talking earlier, the the things that I can think of that, that will keep these people back is one, it's fear. And then the other is fear of the unknown because, you know, you need to open your mouth for one mm -hmm. to see if you can get that next gig or see who I need to talk to, to get that next gig. That, you, you got, you got to talk, man. You, you What's really that? do. What's that saying? A closed mouth never gets fed. Never gets fed. Right. So if you're going to be successful, like you said, DJ Fame is full time DJing and, and probably has developed a great reputation around his name. You don't get to where he's getting um, without um, confronting and dealing with what could hold you back. And right. you don't get there without asking for what you want. Right. I'm sure he commands a certain fee for what he does and he gets it. I'm sure that he commands a certain setup and he can get that particular setup done. 
And but you don't get that when you have a closed mouth. It's time to step out of whatever holding you back, whatever keeps you comfortable and connect with DJs. That's why I think this platform is so powerful, because you get to hear firsthand from other DJs about how did they deal with the fear? Mm-hmm. How did they deal with um, asking for a higher fee? Like all the DJs said, you know, somebody come at you and be like, hey, can you DJ this party? I got two hundred dollars for you. <laughs> Not one DJ said, hey, I'm taking that to They said, ah, oh, bro, this is going to cost me more money to bring my setup, to bring my talent. For it's a reason. minimum of six hours I'm committing to this. And for $200, ah, oh, bro, it don't work like that. And, that's, and you have to learn how to deal with that. That six hours you talk about is probably the four-hour gig and the hour on each end to get there and back home. If you live an hour away. <laughs> if you live an hour away, that that four hour party is is getting closer to eight hours. Hey, let me ask a question, Harry. Anybody in the chat? Any DJs in the chat had an out of state invitation where somebody wanted you to pay for your own flight, your own hotel, pay for your own equipment? Anybody ever experienced that before in the chat? Let me know, Harry. If anybody in the chat experienced we'll, that, <laughs> we'll wait till somebody answers that. Uh, DJ So Lovely, she said, uh, DJ Fame is an amazing DJ. He also plays everything, and it takes him around the world and real, ex- real inspiring. So, yeah, um, it, it can because I've talked to some DJs and they've been around the world. And then, you know, as the DJ yesterday, he just stated, I want to be local and I'm good with that. Mm. That's it. So, you know, understand you. (laughs) It's like understand what the end game is for you, right? What do you want out of this? Everybody doesn't want to travel. Everybody don't like the travel life. Some people want to do just like the DJ from yesterday. And yesterday was an amazing interview. Yeah. I listened to that whole interview and it was fantastic. So it's about recognizing what it is that you want. What do you want? How do you envision your future? And because you can make a lot of money locally. You can put a lock on that whole community and make just as much as any other DJs, but you just won't be famous. But then you ask the question, would you rather be famous or rather be rich in some (laughs) scenario, right? Right. I I can take the bag and roll with it. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook famous from your own page or? (laughs) Hey, you will be Facebook famous, IG famous, or just famous and not even on social media. (laughs) Right. Because there's all kinds of things that's popping out here. So it's about what are you willing to do to get out of your comfort zone to experience those things, right? Yeah. That's so, interesting. So are there steps that um, people, and, and this doesn't only apply to a DJ, but we're on the DJ interview, so you know it can apply, but it can apply to anybody. Is there steps that people can take to start expanding their mind, start getting out of their comfort zone? Yeah, the, the first thing is you have to be willing, you have to be committed to doing the work. See, most people quit work when they get involved in something. You know, most people just want to start out at the top, right? They want to start out at DJ fame level. They want to start out DJ nice level. They want to start out at Capri's level, right? And the only time you start out on type on top in life is when you're digging a hole and it's all downhill from there. You can't start out on top. You have to be willing to put the work in. And some of that work 
is in that six inch arena of your mind between your left ear and your right ear that work is in your head. That's what's keeping you from everything that you want to experience. Putting the work in to identify what's your fears. Make a list of them. Write them down. What are you scared of? Because when you write it down, you begin to take the sting out of your fears because you can confront your fears. You can confront a known fear. And when you confront that fear, you're able to remove it and get it out of your way because that's what's been holding you back. You might be scared to DJ live online because you don't want people to to judge you. You got to get over that. People that judge you don't pay your bills. For real. People that judge you don't finance your kids going to school. People that judge you don't put food on your table. You got to get that stuff out of the way. But you can't get it out of the way if you're not willing to do the work to identify it so that you can confront it so you can begin to start thriving and not just surviving. Hey, look at Harry's shirt, right? (laughs) Get over it. It's about get over it. But Harry, you know what's another part of this? I listened to you in our conversation earlier and we were talking about the fear aspect is you also have to help the people around you, your support group. Sometimes your support group, the people around you will try to hold you back. Yeah. Not trying to hold you back because they don't want you to succeed. A lot of times they're holding you back because they're scared for you. They don't want you to take that risk. They don't want you to put yourself out there and get hurt or get harmed. So it's not like people are just hating on you sometimes. Sometimes people are just really concerned about you. So you have to begin to train your team to embrace change. You have to pull them into the living room and say, hey, we're going to another level. And let me tell you what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like, what I'm going to have to go through. And I need you to support me in that process. So you got to you got to begin to learn how to teach your team how to support you. Don't just don't take it for granted and think you have a bunch of haters. You don't have a bunch of haters. You have people that don't know how to support you. So that's part of the process as well. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced that, Harry, where somebody you know loves you and they care about you and they're not hating on you? They just don't want you to get hurt going out there living your dream. <laughs> I love my mother, but that's her. <laughs> that is her. You know, why are you doing this entrepreneur thing? Why are you doing this music thing? You know, just go get a job where it's safer. You know, you you don't know what your capability is unless you start stepping out. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, you know, victories and I have horror stories. Everybody does. And I'm not talking about from years ago. I'm talking about right now. Where I, you know, I was I had the conversation with you about my event center. I have an mm-hmm. event center. I I've had it for a year, and it just didn't happen. It was just getting ready to start to pick up. I got a few few bookings in in February because it took a little while. Even with the marketing, it just took a while. But then this virus hits, closes mm-hmm. up everything. So now I'm sitting at a with an event center that one I ain't been in in months and but I'm still paying for that mm. money is still coming out of my pocket and 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 there's nothing I can do take this this uh DJ interview thing and everything everybody do everybody starts at zero you have nobody there first 
and then it trickles and it trickles. Right now, I'm in, um, with, with, with the amount of people I have, I have like 60 something people here, but I still started at zero. And it, and it takes leaps. It's, it's this, this long to get from zero to 20. It's even longer to get from zero, from, from 21 to 50. But then mm-hmm. it starts to get shorter from 50 to 60 is, is you know, two, two or three days. Then it gets to two or three hours. But everybody starts at, at zero. I'm sure, um, hey, DJP Nice. I'm sure a lot of people here just didn't start off with a crowd DJing. You had to do free right. stuff. You had to get your name out there. Uh, DJ So Lovely said a lot of uh, um, a lot of people pre- protect their fears or project their fears on you, and that's why uh, mm. she keeps a lot of things to herself and just makes moves, and that's good. That's yeah. good because when you start telling a lot of people what you're doing, <laughs> they'll deflate you in a minute. Why are you hey, doing that? That's so stupid. <laughs> you know, there's, a great, there's a great quote that says, um, when you announce your goals, your enemies will be revealed. <laughs> so when you announce your goals, your your enemies will be revealed. You think people are really for you? Announce a goal. Mm-hmm. Announce a goal. It will reveal those you can count on and those you need to count out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and, really, and a lot of times you will be surprised on which person is on that count on or count out. Right. <laughs> right. You may be surprised. <laughs> You may be surprised. Someone you thought you're going to be able to count on. Trust me, when you announce a goal or when you start taking steps towards your desires, you will begin to see some people that said, hey, I'm here for you no matter what. No matter what you go through, I'm here for you. You start taking steps for your goals. You'll be looking around like, where everybody go? It's just me. <laughs> and, it's, and it's happened more t- more times than I can, you know, would would like to say yeah but you find new people on the path that's a beautiful thing when you start stepping out your comfort zone to get to some of those higher levels it's going to be uncomfortable i think life is designed like that but you begin to meet new people along the way all the resources you need are on the path and if you don't continue down the path those resources never reveal themselves right yep so that that's a big part of it one of the one of the things when I'm when I'm um, asking people to come on to do an interview, I'm 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 letting them know, you know, I want to be able to let you tell your story before somebody else tells your story. Facts. Oh man, that's good. Talk a little bit about that. That's that's powerful. You know, um, y- you've seen documentaries on all of the uh, various different things on TV and they got some of it true and some of it is fictionalized. I don't even know if that's a real word, but it is my word. (laughs) And, and you just, you just look at it and you could have been there and like, that's not true. 
why didn't they just talk to so-and-so and get the real truth? So that's that's one of the reasons why I created this. So so the DJs, it's not like people are banging down DJ's door to interview them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. and, and and coming up in the, in the next few weeks, you know, I'm gonna have some amazing people on. You know, from from your almost beginner to your your forty and fifty year veterans that's been in the business and. The thing with with every one of them is they have a story. They have their own story and they can tell it before somebody else tells it. How could how could DJs leverage? Because since you mentioned it, how being interviewed and they can't take shows like yours lightly, because how could they leverage this video, this video interview, Harry? I know you know a lot about this. We both do this in our marketing uh, for marketing for our clients. Um, how, what are some ways a DJ who may not have their name out there seemingly unknown or whatever could take an interview like this on a DJ interview? How could they use this to help elevate themselves in the marketplace? Oh man, that, <laughs> that, that's a long conversation, but in a, in a short span, you can, you can take and, and remix this and, and chop, chop this video up and, and get, you know, little small snippets of you saying something really good and, and put it on a website, put it on your other uh, social media platforms. You know, I was interviewed here, you know, right. I still think I'm, I'm, you know, not anybody very important. But what I'm thinking is this is an important platform for the DJ life. A lot of people have real life, but you can come here when you want to talk DJ or, or hear somebody else's story. But getting back to the, to the marketing stuff, it, it's a lot of things you can do just with the video. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You know, you can spin the video. <laughs> If if you um you know if you you little savvy with Facebook ads and YouTube ads and you know me me and Chris you know we formed another group to where we we talk about this stuff we talk about marketing stuff and we we help each other and we practice with each other you know some people don't have anybody like that or any groups to where they can go and ask another DJ, hey, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Maybe there are groups out there like that, that I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. So, um, DJ, DJ Howie D saying the interview alone will get you some attention. True. Hey. <laughs> hey, you know, the key word in what DJ Howie just said, everybody needs to keep in mind is that word attention. Yeah. Attention is the new currency. Attention. That's what people are looking at. And like DJ Howie just said, you can take that video and put it around. People are going to start looking at you different. They're like, wow, he's making it. He's moving. Yeah. DJ Payne yeah. something is it he said something along the same lines, answering good questions and sharing it to family and friends helps. Mm, come on now. DJ Sorably said, uh, what kind of public speaking do you do? motivational 
anything, Chris? Oh, absolutely. So um, my career started out with motivational and inspirational speaking, where I would just talk on generic topics, right? So now I'm more targeted my approach. I'm more targeted for a specific audience. And that helps me sustain and maintain, maintain everything that I do. Like one of the key things that I talk about is helping people step outside their comfort zone, which is the foundation of change. So uh, I'm certified as in, in this area of change in so many levels, because for me, this is the basis of everything. What, what gets a person from wherever they are now to wherever they want to be? It's change. It's getting that courage up to step out and begin to do that, to do the thing that which to do the thing that they love, to do the thing that they would do, even if they didn't get paid for it. How do you do that, but do it so well that people will pay you to do it? How could you do it? So I want to make an important point. Um, it was a, a chat, I think two interviews ago, I think I typed in the chat, How to? it's not about doing things for free, it's about doing things for no fee. And I wish everybody adopt that. I hope all DJs adopt that. I hope everybody around the world who are, who's an artist, who is a creative, adopt the mindset. It's never do anything for free. Do it for no fee. There's a difference. There's a difference, right? Because no fee says this is going to be a win-win situation. Okay, I may come on your show and do an interview, but I want to copy of the video. I want to be able I want to have free rights to the video to use it however I want to use it for marketing material. Uh, I want you to be able to take pictures. I want you to send my, my content out to your audience, uh, to their email addresses. So I'm not going to do it for free, but I will do it for no fee, but it has to be win-win. So with DJs, you don't want to DJ anybody's place for just no, you don't want to do it for free, but do it for no fee. What does that look like? When you do something for no fee, it means you get the ability to video or live stream that event. All right, you want me to do your son's graduation party? All right, great. I'm I'm let you know. I am going to be. I'm a live stream this because that's going to help you in the process. I want the ability to take pictures. I want the ability to get testimonies on video to help further my brand. Right. So don't do it for free, but do it for no fee. But no fee means it's a win-win. There's an exchange that needs to take place. I just remember that. But that's something that I really impress upon a lot of people: is move from free to no fee. Make sure it's a win-win for your business. Definitely. You definitely want want that. And especially, you know, people sleep on the the reviews and the testimonials. Oh, video, Having somebody man. come on and say, that person changed my life, you know, by the music they played <laughs> or right. anything that they do is so much more powerful than anything written because you could have people mindset is you could have wrote that and just put somebody, you know, uh, Robin S <laughs> on there right. in, in a generic picture from, from Pixabay. If everybody knows what Pixabay is. <laughs> I was powerful about that is you can say you're a good DJ that doesn't carry as much weight as when someone else yeah. says you're a DJ. When there you have multiple different groups, different ethnicities saying, hey, you know, 
DJ so lovely is the bomb. Oh, she's she that's an old school word, the bomb. I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, Sorry, I haven't no heard that in a long time either. So <laughs> she's fire, she's popping, right? DJ so lovely, popping. You know, me saying it is gonna weigh more than just you saying it for yourself, right? And you get the more people you get to say it about you captured on video, you could use that to leverage. Never sleep on video. Everybody has this thing right here. This thing right here, you need to every after every event, during an event, any break, you need to cut that video on and start recording somebody. Hey, what do you think about tonight? What do you think about the music? And they and they popping, they loving it. You could use that video for so much advertising, man. People see that. That's what's going to get you more bookings for the long term of those testimonies. And we can show you ways on how to how to get a person to do a video testimony without them thinking they're on video. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, DJ So Lovely, she's like, speak on it. I'm going to grab that sound bite. <laughs> the bomb diggity <laughs> DJ fame. See, and um, I think one of the other things that's important with, with the, we going back to the testimonial, because I think it's so important that people already heard you. I heard DJ fame play. I can testify. He knows what he's doing. I heard DJ so lovely the other night. And, and I was telling her, I'm like, yo, I'm good with everything except the Jamaican music, because that's not me. <laughs> but, hey, I love you it. I love it. but that's, you know, that's the experience you can get from these, from, from just people. And, and it is, it's just so, like you said, it's just so much more powerful, that third party edification. Yeah. And in the, the word in the industry that's used is called social proof. And if, you don't, if you're not familiar with that word, social proof, write that down. Write that down as a DJ. Social proof. That's a major part in marketing. Because when you, you look at any product online, you see them using testimonies. I don't care if you go to Amazon or wherever you go, you're going to see testimonies. You're going to say you're going to see people um, leaving comments. Oh, I like this. What does that mean? That's social proof. And when you get social proof, that helps somebody to make a decision to purchase. It makes them... To, to hire you a lot easier. Testimonies take the friction out of the buying process. The more testimonies, hype, engaged ones you have where it's popping, man, people see that, they're going to love that energy and they're going to hire you and they're not going to fight with you over your fee because they're looking at the end result you provide. And, vid and testimonies help you do that. That's the social proof you need in your marketing to help people make that decision to book you. For sure. For sure. So very important. And um, oh, DJ so lovely said, thanks. <laughs> hey, DJ Woody. How you doing today? <laughs> but it's so important. So, you know, going back, going back to the, the steps. <laughs> I know we, we touched on the, the testimonial part and it's because it's so important. So let, let's keep this rolling. All right, let's get to the last area. The last category is make stepping out of your comfort zone a habit. There's three things I want to share with you because this needs to become a habit. You stepping out outside, outside your comfort zone, you, you recognizing and identifying what your fears are, confronting your fears and being focused on your future. All these things need to be, need to be a habit. So how do you do this? 
It's incorporating change daily. Challenge yourself. At the end of the day, ask yourself, what did I do today that's different? Or did I, or am I stuck in the rut? Or am I stuck in old thinking and old ways? Challenge yourself to incorporate change differently. Ask yourself, what could I do differently? How could I have done that differently to get a better result? Because we recognize that we're always growing, right? We never stop yearning, earning, and learning. You may want to write that down. Never stop yearning, earning, and learning. That's going to keep you young. That's going to keep you fresh. That's going to keep you engaged with your audience. That's going to help keep people booking you because you're incorporating change daily. It's either change or die, the environment that we're getting into. So it's about being flexible, adaptable, versatile, and agile, and incorporating that change daily to better yourself. The second thing, try new things. Try some new things. Yeah, I get it. You're a vinyl DJ. I get it. You don't want to embrace technology. Try it. Try it. You might like it. Give it a try. There's nothing wrong with going ahead and making an attempt to do it. Step out your comfort zone. What could you do differently? Go live. I watched DJ So Lovely on inside of the group, I think a couple of days ago, because I asked Harry, like, who's that? She's in there grooving. I'm in there grooving too. I don't know her, but I'm in there grooving. I'm like, hey, I got to make sure I pay attention whenever she goes live in the group because I want to hear that. I was doing some work grooving to it. So be willing to try new things. Try new things. Here's something big. I'm going to challenge all of you to get outside your comfort zone with this one. Maybe not all of you, some of you. Sign up for, um, what is that thing? What is it called? Uh, Cash app or some some platform where you get money digitally. Challenge yourself to try new things. Let people know that, hey, I could play your request. Cash app, right? Try those things. Try new things in your business. Try stepping out there and getting into what's already currently going out there. The last one, the last part of this process is to learn how to laugh and have fun. Learn to laugh and have fun. Now, hey, right, we got that one down packed. So if you're challenged with laughing and having fun, you may have to take a shot every now and then. <laughs> Nothing like a courage shot of something. Liquid courage. Hey, or CBD. CBD may help you relax and calm and become open as well. But whatever you got to do, learn to laugh and have some fun. Don't be so rigid in your approach. If you make a mistake, it's in the past. If you did, if you played an event and you didn't kill it, you didn't crush it. It's just like a comedian bombing. It happens sometimes. It's called life. You can't get out of life alive. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to learn from these failures. You're going to learn from these experiences. The DJ's in the chat room right now. I'm sure all of you have had moments where the set didn't turn out the way you wanted to, but you kept going. You kept getting better. You kept improving your skills. Now you're rocking it. You're an international DJ. You're crushing it locally, but you didn't quit. Those moments are going to happen. You're going to bomb sometimes. We all will. But you got to learn how to laugh and have fun. You got to learn how to do that. Don't ever stop. Keep young in your heart. Play it. You might play a wrong song and everybody look at the DJ like you're crazy. Be like, hey, my bad. Here we go. Switch it up. <laughs> you, know, you know, in our group, Chris, some of the analogies we use is, you know, just because you had a bad meal don't mean you're going to stop eating forever. Right. 
That's facts. That's facts. You go to another restaurant, keep going. <laughs> there's somewhere else out there. There's somewhere else out there. There's another crowd. There's another crowd. You're going to get a crowd one time. You're going to be up there DJ and giving your best, and they looking at you, that you looking at them, they looking at you, you looking at them. Ain't nobody moving. Hey, charge it to the game. You got paid. <laughs> I've, I've had parties where nobody, nobody got on the dance floor. And it was because they was just tired. It yeah. was one of them, um, one of them places that they 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 show you. They give you a hotel room, but you have to go to this presentation for three years, three hours, three years. <laughs> That's how long it seems. And they came back, and they was out all day, and just didn't want to get up. Mm. What do you do? You you see everybody in 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 the, in the chair going like this, but. What do you do? <laughs> it happens, and and if you just keep going, you know, I, I'll you know I'll share a little bit about this. I was this this whole DJ interview thing. A lot of people, uh, some people know, and a lot of people don't. This was been in my head for since 2013. I've had this thought. I put I put it all together. I had all the domain names. I had all the content. And I just let it sit. Now, why? You know, just what what month is this? They all kind of rolling into each other. June, June. <laughs> May, April is when I set this thing off. And where do you start from? Zero. <laughs> you right. Know. You know, it's like being a quarterback, Harry. You know, like when a quarterback throws an interception, they have to have a mindset of letting that go instantly because you can't live there. You can't camp out there. Okay. I threw that interception. Okay, fine. Done. It's gone. It's over with because you got to get right back out there. You have to get right back out there. So it's about learning how to let those failures go quickly. Yes. Same as doctors. You lose a patient. You have to let that go quickly next that's that's the the four letter word everybody uses next right right you got to learn you got to let learn and let go and let go fast mm-hmm. right and also learn learn to embrace no the word no right because if you're trying to increase the amount of gigs you're doing you're trying to get out there cuz you need more djing gigs djing opportunities especially virtual opportunities what's popping now or really things are opening back up so Make the word know your vitamin. Expect to get a lot of no's. Get through the no's so you can get through the yeses. Yes. Right. So you got to become immune to the negative impacts of hearing no. When you hear no, just like the word Harry said, when somebody says no, you think next. Somebody says no, next, no, next. You keep going and you'll find out you're going to build a business that's incredible. That's going to take you all around the world multiple times. You mm. got to make no your vitamin. When you when they say no, Zig Ziglar says when people say no to you, they're saying K-N-O-W because they don't know. They don't know how good you are. They don't know you can rock the party. They don't know that you are the hottest thing out. They don't know. That's why they're saying no. But you got to make that your vitamin and keep on going. Keep on moving. Laugh and have fun along the way. Harry Shirt says, get over it. Facts. Get I over that. Shirt was quick. appropriate for this conversation. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to get out that comfort zone, though. You got to make a move tonight. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do something tonight to get outside your comfort zone. Make a phone call, set up some new goals, and then attack those goals tomorrow. Do something that you normally wouldn't do that says, hey, I'm I'm recommitting myself to my DJ business tonight. I said change doesn't happen until someone says enough. I want you to look around your house. I want you to look at your friends. I want you to look at everything around you. And I want you to say enough. I'm tired of this. We growing. Mm -hmm. Some might not be getting gigs, but not me. Enough of this not getting gigs. Mm -hmm. Enough of this. My calendar's not booked. Enough of this. I'm I'm participating in this explosion, this 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 blessing explosion that's going to happen around me. I'm going to say enough to this and yeah. then start doing something tonight. When you take action fast on something that you heard that can make a difference in your life, that's the secret. That's the thing. That's the sweet spot when things begin to happen and turn around for you because you took action fast. Don't say, oh, I'm going to think about this and Monday I'm going to do something. Then it's not going to stay with you. Nope. Motivation and inspiration is like taking a shower. It's only good for 24 hours. <laughs> This time tomorrow, this stuff's not going to work for you tomorrow. You better take action today. <laughs> You're going to be funky tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know, there, there's a quote, I, I believe Michael Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guaranteed. 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 No doubt. Right. And you don't rise to low expectations. If you have a low expectation of yourself, you're not going to rise. You're not going to ever get to do what DJ Fame's doing. DJ Fame is just going to be somebody you always positively talk about. Yeah, he's doing it internationally. Yeah, he all this. He's all that. And he is. And he is. But if you want to join him, you're going to have you're going to have to set some higher expectations for yourself. There's you have to take some shots. Yeah. There's room at the top. There it's is. the bottom that's overcrowded. Right. Facts. Billions that's of people it. out there having parties <laughs> to, right. to how many DJs? Well, oh, uh, there's, there's all kind of things cracking right now for DJs. I got I have a DJ friend here. I have a DJ friend here in Atlanta, DJ Ron Allen. Who I've known for a lot of years right now. He just started up something online. He just started, I forgot the name of it. He called it Club 29 or Club Something. And he's and he's using he's using some new platforms and he's out there crushing, he's out there doing it. He's growing it. It may not, it may not look right now what the way he wants it to be in the future, but you'll never experience the future. It's like what Les Brown says: you don't have to be great to get started, but you gotta get started to be great. Correct. It doesn't look like the way you want it to look right now, but just get started. You may only have one or two people showing up. Just keep going. Those two are going to tell two. Just keep going. Those four are going to tell eight. Keep going. And those numbers are going to multiply, but you'll never experience it if you're just waiting to start out on top. You're waiting to be DJ fame just because you turn your computer on today. Yeah. Don't work like that. Don't work like that. Make a decision. Take action tonight. Say enough. I dare you. I double dog Scooby-Doo Hong Kong Fooey dare you to say enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this was really good. And I think it was just something 
you know, people needed to hear whether you you're you're a couple of days into the game or or you got forty years into it. You know, um, Abraham Lincoln he he got a quote. You know, whatever you are, be a good one. Mm-hmm. And to me, that means I'm gonna I, I got to put this work in and be better than that next person. I got to make that one more phone call that I know that other person is not going to make. You know, if if you you know, you you see all the the stars and in some of their documentaries of, you know, basketball, you you outside in a dark throwing 6,000 shots. Mm-hmm. You know, do you got to do what the other people are not going to do. And you will be there. And it, and it does take time. This is not a, a, a quick race. It's a long-term. Keep in contact with people. I know y'all be calling me the connector, but it's just what I do naturally. I, I like staying in contact with people. You got one time every year to call somebody if if you're scared on their birthday. Twice if they're a, a, a parent for Mother's Day and Father's Day. You got Christmas in there. You got Thanksgiving in there. You know, find a reason to to stay in contact with people and stay top of mind. Toma. Hey, Harry, one quick thing. So Juneteenth is coming up. Juneteenth is coming up. That's going to be big, especially not just in our community, but everybody that's following what's going on. Right. So Juneteenth is coming up. Um and that's the day the slaves were freed. Uh, I believe there's more to the story. Um, so it's going to be a lot of events and things cracking and popping off of that. Do your research. Go to Google. Look up Juneteenth and um, position yourself. So like Harry said something about one phone call away. You're one Facebook post, one Instagram post, one Snapchat post. You're one post away, one live video away from people seeing and recognizing you're committed in the game and you're good at what you do. You're one thing away. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Make sure you get one. I challenge everybody that's listening, that's watching now or going to watch the replay. I challenge all of you to be booked to do an event on Juneteenth. I challenge you to do an event, even if it's an event you create. Yes. Let's have nobody calling you. Fine. You create it. You do it. Market yourself on Facebook. Ask Harry what, what insight he has. Reach out to me. What insight can I can help you with to pro- promote yourself? What could you do to get that stuff out there? But I challenge you to be booked on Juneteenth. Will you accept the challenge? Will you accept the challenge? That's the question. Are you willing to step outside your comfort zone and say, you know what, Chris, I got you. I accept your challenge. I will be booked, even if it's my own event. I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be spinning them wheels and be like DJ So Lovely up in somebody's group playing that music. <laughs> <Yep. going on. laughs> and, and, and now that we have the technology, you can stream to multiple. A lot of people don't know. I'm streaming right now to two places, my Facebook group and my Facebook page. I have a DJ interview page and I have a DJ interview group. The group is mainly for the DJs. The page is going to be for 
everybody else so they can get a little bit of an insight on what's going on. And then they may get invited into the group, but this is going to be a tight niche group of, of, you know, DJs. Mainly everybody in here is a DJ. There, There are some that are not, but they have a love for the music and support the DJs. And this is what this community is for. How, um, you know, Chris, how, imagine how powerful it is to have a group of people support your stream or a group of people to support your video, your YouTube video to get it started. We, we know about the algorithm, excuse me, too much of that drink, the algorithms. <laughs> we, we know about, you know, getting it started getting the algorithm started. So imagine you just have a group of people, you know, and, and it don't take many, 10, 20, 30 to get it started. And then Facebook, Instagram, all of them, they say, hey, it is something going on here. Let <clears throat> more people see. And that's how you get your, your, your going. Let's look at the... Um, Chat. <laughs> DJ Fame asks, "Are you on Instagram?" Yes, he is. What? What is? What is your uh, handle on Instagram, Chris? Yeah, you can connect with me on IG at Chris Gloss. C H R I S G L O S S at Chris Gloss. And um, same thing with Facebook. You can find me there. You can probably connect with me clicking on my thing, connect with me on uh, Facebook, or you can also go to my website, chrisgloss.com, C-H-R-I-S-G-L-O-S-S.com. And there's more information on my website. I have a full course about stepping outside your comfort zone, and it can walk you through all of those steps so that you can be able to do everything that we talked about tonight. It's looking at your fears in the face, confronting them and moving forward. There's exercises, all kind of fun stuff there. You can see all of that uh, on the website. Now, Chris's course is one of the reasons why this group happened. Because we 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 talk about this all the time. People wanting to be perfection, and I know I was stuck in it. If it if 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 there was a sound I heard and nobody else heard it, no, it's not good enough. If there is a blur in the video, no, it's not good enough. I'll, I'll wait. And then waiting never happens. So, you know, another thing me and Chris talk about that I will share with you is done is better than perfect. Yes. Get out yeah. there and do it. You can fix it later. Windows does it all the time. <laughs> they put out some and they'll let people get get used to using it. Yeah, it's crashing and everything, but they're fixing it along the line until it becomes really good. And that's how I'm doing this. Next, In the next few weeks, I'll be streaming to like six different platforms when I'm doing these interviews. And that's part of understanding the technology so you can reach more people. Will people jump on immediately? Probably not. But staying consistent, like we talked about, People will start to see, okay, let me check this out. I've seen this flash a couple of times. Let me check it out. So there, there's, there's, uh, ooh, 
Harry, let me add, let me add to what you're saying about what Harry's talking about building a group. So some people may say, Harry, you can get your group. I can help you get your group up to 500 people, up to a thousand people, up to 5,000, up to 50,000 people. So that's not something you want to do because the way Harry's building it, he's focused on a target audience. He, he wants DJs in his group. So there's ways on Facebook. Some of you may be looking at, yeah, I got 2000, but those people aren't engaging. They're not converting. They're not, you're not, you're not able to monetize it because you have to focus. He's focused on a niche, right? He only wants DJs. He don't want people's cousin, mama, Ray, Ray, Pookie, Craig, and them. You don't need all of them up in there watching what you do. You need people actively engaged, taking action because that's the type of community you want. So don't get caught in the trap of like Facebook and Instagram where you just want a bunch of people. No, it's not about likes. It's about you getting bread. It's about you getting the bag. So don't don't get it twisted, right? Make sure you're getting people that are interested in what you're putting out, your group, your focus, your target. That just makes a huge difference. So um, Harry knows a lot about putting groups together, growing groups. This is one of many groups, right? So um, get the get the details, and it'll take help take you further too. Yeah, this was good. We are we are coming up at one nine one seven. So. Woo! Yeah, this has been good. Time has flown. I know we could sit and talk, and I know you wouldn't mind coming on again another time, Chris, right? Hey, I would love to come back. You know what I would love to come back and talk about? If if your DJs are interested, if they find out, if you figure out a way or, or you find out through your surveys and engaging DJs, is how to do an interview, right? Because the more you interview, and it's easy to get interviews, but there are some things that go into interviews, having that professional setting, learning how to talk and sound bites, all those kind of little nuances, right, that you got to do when you're interviewing, having your story and your message, being able to tell your story about where you started from to where you are now. People want to hear that story, how to share that story so that people saying, you know what, I want to book this person. I want to book this person. So if there's an opportunity in the future and your audience says that's something they want to learn about, I would love to come back because I do that for speakers, but I would love to do that to help DJs. We will have you come back on, Chris. All right. This was, this was really good. And I probably won't even have to do a survey <laughs> coming, coming from the, the chat box. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Hey, man, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. I love this group. I, I listen and watch the interviews because I'm generally interested. And, I, and the, the interviews have been fantastic. Uh, I want to see everybody in this group win. I want to see everybody in this group win, man. So I'm looking forward to watching their interviews and supporting in any way possible. And I want to personally thank you so much uh, for having me on to speak to the group, man. It's always a plum pleasing pleasure as well as personal privilege hanging out with you, my brother. Roger that. And I thank you for your time on a Saturday night for for coming and hanging out with us and for the people that were live here. You know, thank you. Thank you for everybody that's going to watch the replay for taking the time to watch the replay. And, And I hope you got some good content. I will get Chris's information and put it also in a description. So you'll be able to just click on the link and connect with him, follow him. So I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you, Chris. Salute, bro. 
So thanks again, everybody. This has been uh, a different one, not from a DJ's point of view, but from from a person looking outside, inside, and giving pointers on where we can be better and what we can be doing. So we'll see you 